Hey everybody, welcome back to the Kahaleola Massage Podcast. This is Aaron. Today we're going to get into other common issues that occur when people come in for massages. This time around we're going to talk about low back pain. So probably for the most part, like headaches, we've all experienced some sort of low back pain. Generally, it is a muscular issue, but at times there are occurrences where it isn't muscular and having massage won't alleviate the symptoms. And so that's the first part I'll get into this time around. So one issue you could have would be like a fracture of the spinal column. And that could be either due to like a direct impact where you fall on your back or maybe like an indirect force on the spinal column with somebody who has osteoporosis. So they have brittle bones and then they bend or twist or something. And then this will cause compression on the nerve root, causing pain. And so that's one issue. Another issue could be disc herniations. It's not uncommon for people as they get older to have disc herniations. So don't freak out. You know, especially if you do get a CAT scan, somebody tells you you have degenerative joint disease or something, and that's a disc herniation. You got to think of it like a jelly donut. The annulus fibrosis is like the the donut part, and when it squishes, the nucleus propulsus is like the jelly filling that squishes out. And if it if it squishes out, part of my not. If you squish out posteriorly, it'll impinge on the nerve root. People will feel pain, so that's why. If you do have disc herniation issues, especially like in the low back, extension feels good because it kind of squishes the jelly back anteriorly. It was kind of like my understanding where there are times when if you do have like a fracture or a spondylolisthesis that the back will feel better if you're in a more flex position and then disc herniations feel better in a more extended position, but it's not always consistent like that. So just keep that in mind. You can also have spinal stenosis so that those are narrowing of the openings where the nerve root comes out. Massage won't help that. That's why a lot of times you'll, you'll have traction if you go to physical therapy and it will help, but only for the time that you're in traction because once gravity takes over, it's all back to normal. And then the other things are you could have meningitis, you know, like a bacterial infection that causes pain. Yeah, so if you're, if you were sick before and you just had a, a sudden onset of back pain sometimes this is a concern you could also have spinal tumors that can impinge on nerve roots and then you can also have bone spurs that are coming out of the spinal column so a lot of times when people come in it's a it's a self-diagnosed thing where they're like i have sciatica or i have a pinched nerve or i have a slip disc or you know sometimes when i ask them you know did you get it diagnosed or whatever they'll be like no but I looked on the internet, that's what it said, so you try to make the best of what information they gave you, and then you can do your assessments, your palpations, and you kind of can go into what you think is best in this situation. So, you know, again, we were talking about how massage therapists are probably the entry-level entrance into the healthcare profession. You know, if something seems very wrong, like we we're saying, you know, you do the you do your client intake form. If something seems wrong or doesn't seem that it's within your scope of practice, you really do have to refer to their you know, doctors or see tell them to see their primary care physician and if you're not comfortable tell them to get get clearance from an MD. You know, I've done that before with some people. Some people don't some people appreciate it, some people don't, but you know, liabilities at stake too, right? So as as being an entry level into the healthcare profession, 
we gotta cover our asses, CYA. If it's out of your scope of practice, don't, you don't have to massage them, just tell them go see a doctor. But, in those cases where it seems like something, you know, like you can take care of, um, you know, we'll go ahead and start talking about those symptoms. So the first one I'm gonna get into today is sciatica. People always say like, oh my, my leg, the back of my leg hurts, my, or it hurts down the entire leg, and the reality is sciatica is just a radiating pain that follows down the sciatic nerve. From from your low back, it goes from L4 down to S3. It all connects, and and then it branches above the knee into the tibial nerves and the common peroneal nerve. So if it's not a herniation or a spondylolisthesis or a spondylolysis, it will be muscle tightness, and usually... The muscles will be the piriformis, one of the hip rotators, the glutes, or the hamstrings. For the most part, you just got to get in. It's not the most pleasant work. Very often with men, sciatica occurs because they sit down with their wallets in their pocket for long periods of time, and the body just kind of accommodates that. Um, With women, it's the simple act of crossing their legs, even at their ankles. It shortens the piriformis or other hip rotators, and then it can cause impingement on the sciatic nerve. Keeping that in mind, the massage will help, but then you also have to assess for, you know, what they're doing outside the rest of the other 23 hours of the day and the rest of the time that they're not in to see you. Uh, the second one we're going to talk about are pinch nerves, and we're going to talk about this again in the neck, upper back, when people say, oh, I have a pinch nerve, I have, like, pain down my arm, and sometimes I ask... You know, like, did you go get it assessed by a doctor? Did you get MRIs? You know, do you have a disc herniation? Do you have spondylolisthesis? And most times, like, no, you know, I just kind of bent over, felt funny. You know, I was doing a lot of yard work or, you know, sometimes in my case, like, if I play softball too much, okay, your back hurts or whatever. And so at that point, the pinch nerve is really just a muscle spasm. And at that point, you know, like, the typical muscles in the low back, you know, the, the erector spinae, the quadratus lumborum, your glutes, your piriformis, and the iliacus and psoas, the iliopsoas muscle, depending on, you know, like their activity, what they do for a living, if they do, if they're very sedentary, they sit down, you know, it's the hip flexors that are causing pain, especially when they go from sit to stand, or if you're doing a lot of squats one day working out, or at the majority of the time, it's not just a one-time event with the back. The back is pretty durable, so most times people come in like, oh, I just picked up a paper clip and my back went out. And the reality is that was just the final straw. There was just so much more going on with it. Your back just, your muscles just finally just spasmed up on you and you feel, and you feel the pain. Also keep in mind, you know, like when it comes to um, pinched nerves, you can also look at the latissimus dorsi. That's the large, your lats and stuff, especially if people are swimmers or they do a lot of row, seated rows, you know. And the hamstrings as well. Sometimes tight hamstrings can cause, maintain the spasms in your back. Like, there's this one little pro tip where, you know, if you, if you massage, if I'm not mistaken, the, the lateral portion of the gastrocnemius, your calf muscle, that one kind of tends to hold muscle spasms in the back. So those are just some that I work on. So the third one I'm going to talk about today is, um, when people say, like, oh, I have a slip disc, or my back went out, or, you know, it's misaligned, 
So in some cases, these are just hereditary, you know, like where you have scoliosis or leg length discrepancies where your femur or your tibia is longer than the other one. For the most part, if it's within like half an inch, it's within normal range. Scoliosis, for the most part, I think is if it's a child and it's less than 10 degrees, you're okay. And as, as you get older, your body does accommodate for these differences. So, you know, at times when people go to chiropractors and they say they're misaligned or whatever, and, and I ask people, are you sore, though, because of this misalignment? And people would say, oh, no, I, I'm sore because I twisted my back or something. So keep, in, keep that in mind. I'm not saying that, you know, these discrepancies, these structural discrepancies can be bad, but at the same time, if you've had it since you're a child and or, you know, since puberty, since a long bone screw, that your body has accommodated to that. You know, don't be too freaked out. Usually something else happened to, you know, there's a cascade of events. And we're and as therapists or as chiropractors, we're trying to figure out what the problem is. And sometimes we're seeing just that, you know, the leg length discrepancy is that's the main reason why or, you know, but there's something else going on. So in truth... If one of your muscles is in spasm, it'll pull the joint out of alignment. Chiropractors believe the other way around. The joint out of the alignment will be will cause the muscle to be in spasm. So same difference. You're just looking at the, the mountain from a different perspective. You know, you can, you can also have like an anterior pelvic tilt that could be, you know, because like your hamstring pulled it out of there. So if you have an anterior pelvic tilt, the hip flexors are shortened. The quads are tight, the hamstrings are lengthened, and you have excessive lumbar curvature. A posterior pelvic tilt will be the shortening of the hamstrings, and then you kind of have a flatter back. Um, so this could be hereditary, or it could be something that happened mechanically, you know, due to a hamstring injury or a hip flexor injury, you know, spasm. So you got to keep that in mind to figure out if that's the problem. So with massage, people are usually coming in during the acute phase, subacute phase, where, you know, they just want to decrease the spasm, reduce the pain, increase range of motion, and so that's that's our goal. So everything is on the table at that point when it comes to massage styles. You can do Swedish, you can do Lomi, trigger points, deep tissue. You know, if people are super sensitive, you might want to do reflexology or acupressure to kind of loosen these areas. But essentially, you just got to figure out what the problem is, you know, like, you have to do the assessment if they have a flat back, you know. Like we are saying, make sure you clear that they don't have fractures, they don't have a growth or something, you know, because a lot of times people will also have these lipomas, which are just fat pads in the body that they don't cause pain, they just take up space. And so, you know, you should make them aware of that if you find something on them. You know, it could be cancers, it couldn't. I mean, we you, you just don't know. And so if it causes pain, maybe you want them to get it checked out by a doctor or whatever, avoid the area. The back is a big area. The erector spinae muscles are typical, you know, to, to get hurt with spasms. The quadratus lumborum, especially with rotation. So I look at those. The glutes, you know, big muscles, squats, leg extension, walking, you know, like if you slip on the ground, that's one of the first to go. Piriformis, like we were saying, um, sitting on your wallet, sitting or just sitting and crossing your legs all the time your hip flexors the iliopsoas muscles um tight hamstrings even the quads i mean if if the quads are super active 
You know, those cause tightness that make you, the rectus femoris makes you bend over forward. Like I was saying, make sure you even check the gastroc to prevent, to prevent the spasm from holding. So work on that a little bit, loosen it up. I think there's even that, um, I think there's a strap nowadays that people are selling online that it hits one of those spots to alleviate sciatica. So, so yeah. So if you guys have any other questions or comments, you can hit me up at kahaleolamassage at gmail.com or tweet at kahaleola. I think it's just at kahaleola. So yeah, that's it. I will talk to you guys later.